And, and also it's just like when you have flight, flight anxiety, but having someone by your side, it's like not that, not that bad, I guess. You're like, you know, if something happens, we'll go down together. <laughs> but if you're by yeah. yourself, okay, it's just me and Jesus. Like, Jesus, please take the, this plane. <laughs> you're the pilot now, Jesus. <laughs> Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. <laughs> Hello, you are listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Isabel. <laughs> Why did I say <laughs> we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values? It was just funny because like, it was like, kind of a pause. <laughs> Um, as you guys can see, Isabel's back for the weekly tea cap. I'm like, woo! I'm just kidding. Wait, Why did I do that? Okay. It'll, yeah. I was super shimmy. Um, okay, let's see. There we go! So Isabel is back. Um, we have a, a very tea-filled episode for you guys today. Um, but first, I want to do a couple of announcements. First thing is I want to say thank you, everyone, for listening. It seems like we've gotten, looking at the analytics, we've gotten a lot more new listeners. Um, probably thanks to Isabel. <laughs> but also, too, I think, um, I don't know, people are finding us. And I appreciate everybody who listens and shares this. The only way that we'll get this to be higher up on the charts and have other other girls find us and find the community, the team, the vibe, the tribe, <laughs> however you want to call it. Um, the only way they'll find us is if you share it with all of your friends, share it, tag us, tell everyone you know um, about this podcast. Seriously. We talk about so many great topics. Uh, we do the weekly TCAP every Saturday morning. Well, it's trying to be every Saturday morning. Sometimes it might not be exactly Saturday morning. Uh, love you mean it um so yeah so make sure you're sharing also rating and reviewing reviewing helps a lot pushes up on the algorithm uh that's one announcement second announcement is july 30th if you live in charlotte we're going to be doing the walk for safe house project episode um 131 i interviewed christy from safe house project about what safe house project is what they're doing and how we as a community can work to end human trafficking what we ourselves are able to do make sure you join us july 30th last thing if you want to join our book club you join the patreon it's literally just five dollars a month five dollars um and you get the uh, book club we're going to go live in there we're going to discuss the book subverted subverted right now that's the name of it um i think that's all the announcements for today isabel before we get started how was your week horrible no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> great okay. great starter <laughs> 
you know, we're just gonna skip all of that and go straight, straight to where it hurts. And I'm just kidding. Um, let's let's talk. Um, you're like, let's elaborate on that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, my week was okay. Nothing really crazy, you know. No jail time. <laughs> no jail that's time good, with the girlies. <laughs> in your jammies no deal time yeah. with the girls in your jammies no. um for those that are paying attention that's a throwback to last week's recap um you know, it's a joke if you don't get it listen to that episode it is hilarious um, mainly because it was our first time <laughs> yeah and like like the first 30-ish minutes is gonna sound a little crazy but, but once you get past yeah. that the sound Audi is great. A comedic genius is great. Like you're gonna be giggling the whole way. Literally. But don't worry about this episode. This episode is gonna be clean, near perfect. clean, crisp. Yeah, practically pros now. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we're practically pros exactly. <laughs> Jayla, who? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> girl i didn't even know that was a thing until like a year not a year ago when i worked on my old uh, job and my friend was like yeah i was like what are you doing tonight she's like yeah i'm gonna go to a podcast like um some show or something like live show i was like what and then like the tickets are like expensive and everything i'm like okay it's like legit like these people are yeah that's awesome everybody does it now I'm very realistic and I'm also humble um, with audience today, the audience that we have as of today, July 14, 2022, that would be stupid, uh, idiotic, unrealistic of me to do that. But I think that'd be really fun one day to Look do. Queen. One Look day. Queen. It'll happen. Okay. We're, we're going to keep grinding. Yes, yes, we're going to yes. keep doing our thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Um, today's just not that day. And that's okay. Um, that's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, my week was kind of... Yeah, how was your week? The same oh, old... you're like, it was horrible. <laughs> no, I'm, like, trying to think of anything that really happened. I went to, um... So, I go to two Bible studies. One is at a different church. Um, just getting that God in yes. as much as I can. Um, no, I just really like the people in the Bible study, even though I don't go to their church. So, like a single Bible study? not even it's just a women's and it's like older women and i nothing against our generation but i really love older I women too. i don't know why i just really and they're just always so kind and like they just sometimes you just need that hype up like they're always like yeah you're amazing you're great and i'm like thank you i know like i know i'm like can i low-key give you a hug and cry okay no <laughs> yeah exactly so and they're great women yeah. um but the other one I went to, I love all the women in that one, too. Everybody's so kind and authentic. That's the word they like to use. But they really are. Um, I went to that Bible study, and it was really good. Um, we talked about, like, what does faith do? One of the things that talked about standing up. And I will say, like, this week, I feel like there's been a couple of times where I had to I'm sorry, standing out. So, like, your faith causes you to stand out and kind of be different from the yeah. crowd. And I will say this week, I've had a couple of instances where I've actually had to apply that. Yeah. 
and that almost never happens for me. Like, you go to church, and then something happens, and then you actually have to apply, like, right, right. away. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. So I, I had a couple businesses this week for that. Um, so I guess that was the only, like, ooh, just, thing in my week. I, I know. That, just, I feel like it was a chill week. Yeah. Like, I'm really trying to think about what happened. Yeah. I mean, nah, it's but, my job. And the week's not over yet. So not Wait, over, I'm sorry, yeah. what were you saying? Well, I'm saying the week's not over yet, so I'm not going right. to yeah. Like, I hope to. It's not too right. crazy. I'm a corporate queen, and things happen in the corporate world yeah. that I'm not going to discuss. Especially on a Friday. Huh? On a Friday. Oh. I said, especially on a Friday. Yeah, Fridays are my busiest days, but we work from home queens tomorrow, yeah. so, you know, that means nice. no makeup, put my hair up in a bun, and let's get to work, honey, okay? Because we are independent women. Who do you need, man? Let's see. Love it. I love to see it. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Is there anything you want to, like, say, announce, any exciting things going oh, on? guys. Well, weddings and jokes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so we just discussed something similar to this, and I thought no, we were joking. No. Let's not. Let's not. I'm just kidding. I know. I'm trying to think, but honestly, I think June and May were just so busy with travel um, and it, they were just like, so like those months were so crazy busy. I don't even, I think I probably spent a total of like three weekends at home. So I think I'm just like coming wow. down from that, like high and there's really nothing exciting. I've tried not, I've tried to budget more. So I'm trying not to spend as much money trying to recuperate from going out of town. I literally took like eight flights in a matter of like three weeks. And that's a lot for me. Cause first of all, home girl yeah. here has flight anxiety. So I'm like, it's not fun. And do you yes, really? And then, you fly a lot. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the people always say that. They're like, you fly a lot for someone that's scared of flying. I'm like, you know what? Yes. And, but whatever. I mean, and also it's just like when you have flight, flight anxiety, but having someone by your side, it's like not that, not that bad, I guess. You're like, you know, if something happens, we'll go down together. <laughs> but if you're by yeah, yourself, you okay, can. it's just me and Jesus. Like, Jesus, please take the, this plane. <laughs> you're the pilot now, Jesus. <laughs> I will say one time it was like a really, really bumpy flight and it was a uh, turbulence. That's the word I'm looking for. It was a lot of turbulence. And um, it was like, I don't, it was maybe the most turbulence I've ever experienced. And the girl beside me was like freaking like, and I'm good for the most part because I know the trick. Watch one of the flight attendants. Yes, flight. I do that too. I'm like, if she's not worried, I'm not worried. <laughs> Exactly. Well, the flight attendant sat down, so I was like, okay, all right, no, it's cool. But the girl beside me was, like, having a straight-on panic attack. And then I don't remember if I grabbed her hand or if she grabbed my hand. But, and we legit, like, hands for the rest of the flight until it landed. And then, like, did not get each other to oh speak. It was kind of comforting. It was some random girl. girl. I think probably around the same age, some rando, we just were like, Holding hands, at least you got the sweet girl. <laughs> I always get like weird men or like just like people that are like couples, and I'm like, this is great. Like, I'm sure this girl does not want me groping <laughs> her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, probably don't know uh, that. Yeah. But me and that girl, we we if we were gonna like, die. <laughs> Well, imagine if, like, we had died and our hands, we were still holding hands. Imagine, like, what 
historians, like how the story that they would tell. And it's like, no, they're just literally just strangers that just happen to be sitting next to each other and having slight oh panic God, attacks. That's, that's like so, <laughs> so scary. Funny. That is so scary. To think of. Oh, okay. I'm like, that's funny to think of. And you're like, that's scary. <laughs> I'm like, that's like very sad, morbid stuff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, no, that's so hilarious. Look at that. Okay, history. last thing about the plane, but seriously, the last thing you ever want to do before you get on a flight is look at the news, okay? So tell me why I'm like on my laptop. I'm like, okay, let me get some work, you know, because I'm a corporate queen before, you know, before my flight, you know. And then I freaking see, oh, so and so plane. Uh, caught on fire. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm about to like have a panic attack before I'm like boarding the flight, girl. It was like, yeah, I'm like, never ever look at the news because yeah. not your friend. I also don't drink coffee um, before I go on a flight. Like literally never. And when I do, I really regret it. it like... Girl, it gets me shaky. Like, um, oh, actually the flight, yeah. the flight to Dallas, because obviously Houston, Dallas, like a 40 minute flight. I was like, okay, I do have flight anxiety, but that is like a short trip. Like, Isabel, you got this. You've done this like pretty, you know, a few times now. Um, girl. And so I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. I think I can take a grande iced coffee from Starbucks. Cause you know, coffee is life. Oh, yeah. I regret it freaking drinking that coffee because the, my anxiety was like through the roof and the guy next to me poor poor guy i mean he, i think he was like ex-military so it was a perfect person to be next to um and yeah like, focus on your breathing focus on your breathing i'm like like girl you would have thought i was like getting getting told to jump off the plane no like we were about to fly down and it was a perfect day too like super like clear skies like there was not even turbulence but that's how bad like when i drink coffee and then i get on a flight like never again oh anyway Okay, yeah, don't do that again. I, I don't want to Not do me stressed thinking about it. Okay. Next. <laughs> okay, wait. Last <laughs> thing about flights, and then we can talk. Okay, last thing. So I was home for, I don't remember what break, but when I was in undergrad, and I went to college in New Jersey, so obviously I would fly. I do not know what possessed me, but I think it was, like, the day before the flight, I watched, like, History's channel, like, count down to the 10 worst flights or something like that, and I watched videos, I don't want to tell you to scare you, but I watched all these, like, random, and I was sitting there like, and then I get on the plane, and I'm like, oh my god, and I'll never forget, so I'm like, you know, on Lost and like movies like that, they always have like the kids playing yeah. in the aisle, <laughs> sweet couples. I go up and I sit down and I literally watch that and I'm like, oh my god, this is like it was like from a movie, it felt like it was in slow motion. Like, I'm not even trying to um, exaggerate. I know what like, you mean. The kids were playing in the hall, it was like, a really cute couple over there. You see a nice family, and it's like, oh my god, this Girl. is this is the this is manifest. Like, I'm I don't know how my, my parents are like you should be a flight attendant I'm like uh no that was like the worst that's like the last job I'm ever do. I wouldn't even do it for free I mean not free I wouldn't even do it if they paid me a lot of money. <laughs> I'm so tired you're like, oh my god you your face, you're like uh I've been saying the like dumbest stuff all week. I don't know what it is. I'm like, I'm not pregnant, but I'm like, this is like people say. All right, I wasn't crossing my mind either. Okay. Oh my goodness. 
I've been saying this okay. the dumbest <laughs> thing ever. Like, like announcing that I'm not pregnant. <laughs> you guys heard it here first, folks. Isabel is not pregnant. You heard it here on Those Are the Girls. Those Are the Girls exclusive. Isabel is not pregnant. Oh my God. What's the Anyways, I, I just apparently have all the symptoms, including pregnancy brain, which is actually sad because I'm probably dying and I don't even know it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> let's let's not go there. Um, you you're probably tired. You you do a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, you're busy. I did scare a, what? I said you had busy oh. me. I'm just trying. What do you but, but no, because last episode, I was like, oh my goodness, I keep interrupting her. I don't know if it was the audio or I was interrupting you. I felt so bad. I'm like, Isabel, shut up. No. I also think it was like the echo, okay. but we fixed it, so there should not be any issues. Okay. Um, this episode... And honestly, when there's two people, sometimes you kind of like, I'm about to say the same thing at the same time, she's yeah. gotta, yeah. you know, when there's pauses here and there. Yeah, you're a pro. I'm like, okay, so. breathe, smile, smile. <laughs> I just don't want to be rude, okay, now because okay. this is your show and I am a guest, okay? It is. It is everyone's yes. show. It is everyone's show. That's that's how I, the vibe I want. Okay. To, yes, to we're all having fun. <laughs> we're all in Mel's room. Mel, Mel, <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? <laughs> I am way too tired. Okay. <laughs> Okay, um, do you want to get to the story? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> okay, so without further ado, here we go. We have our tea. We are ready to discuss some tea clink. Woo. Okay. That's good. Let me take a sip. <laughs> and let me take a few sips. <laughs> For dramatic effects, you know. So our first story... Is brought to you by page six. Chloe Kardashian Girl. is expected a baby via surrogate from or from <laughs> with Tristan Thompson. Okay, so here we go. Chloe and her ex, Tristan Thompson, are expecting a baby via surrogate. Quote, we can confirm True will have a sibling who was conceived in November. Chloe is incredibly grateful to the extraordinary surrogate for such a beautiful blessing, end quote. A source tells us that despite having a second child together, Kardashian and Thompson are not back together and have not spoken since December outside of co-parenting matters. Interesting. Multiple sources add that the baby was conceived via surrogate before it was revealed that Tristan, 31, was having a baby with someone else. Quote, Chloe and Tristan already had the baby in the works when the scandal hit. By then, Chloe was just like, I'm going to do it all by myself, end quote. Um, let me see. There was another part I wanted to read. Here we go. Kardashian sobbed as she relived the despicable dis situation on the recent season finale of the family's Hulu reality show, The Kardashians. Cameras were rolling when Kim Kardashian called her sister to alert her that Nichols was suing Thompson for child support. Quote, what the F word? Oh my God, this cannot be happening, end quote. Chloe said as she broke down in tears and Kim, 41, asked to stop filming. Kim said later in the episode, 
quote, the whole thing is just so sad that Chloe wanted a baby boy, and now this girl is having an effing baby boy. A effing random that he slept with one night. F him. I was so team him, end quote. Thompson was previously caught cheating on Chloe in 2018 while she was pregnant with True, and again in 2019 with Kylie Jenner's BFF, Jordan Woods. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this tea is that much. We're, we're, we're digging into this. No, I'm just kidding. Like, yeah, let's get into it. I love it. So My dropped. I know. I feel like this is like Oprah Winfrey moment right now that I'm having. Yeah. <laughs> the big glasses. Blue light shop. Link in my bio. Oh, was that uh, really? Are those blue light glasses though? Yes, they are. They're from like, you know, my little computer. Um, what was I going to say? I forgot what they're from. I think Forever 21. There we go. These are like seven bucks. Oh, nice. Nice. They're cute. They fit you perfectly. Okay, thoughts. What are your initial thoughts? Honestly, I'm just like at a loss for words, to be honest. But I want to say I'm surprised, but I'm not. Because I saw an episode of the Kardashians, like a few, I don't know. I don't know what season, because honestly, I'm like, don't keep up. Don't keep up with the Kardashians, as their show says, keeping up with the Kardashians. (laughs) Um, but Chloe had said that she did want kids and that she was freezing her eggs or something like that. Uh, and that she wanted to obviously grow her family. And I don't know if this was before or after the Tristan scandal. Cause again, I can't keep up with that man's scandalous past and obviously Mm-mm. freaking current situation. So yeah, I don't know. Like, it's crazy. I honestly feel like that's so Kardashian of them. Like from the whole beginning, like, you know, from the show saying she wants to freeze her eggs and she wants to grow a family with Tristan, or not with Tristan, but she wants to grow family. And they, she, she was really adamant about, um, you know, Chloe's, um, daughter, True, right? What's her name? True? True. Having a sibling mm-hmm. And from the same baby daddy, I guess. It's just crazy to me. Like, like, like I said, there's, it's so Kardashian of them because like they obviously, they're like, if we can make money off of this publicity thing even though it's horrible um like I got (laughs) right and then they started their new season on Hulu so this gives them like more just things to like I guess I don't know just talk about or whatever um and it's crazy how in that episode when Kim Kardashian like found out and stuff like again it was recorded you know they could have easily been like we're not gonna record this but they just decided to you know put this on for everyone to see and even like when e-news shared it i remember seeing it on instagram when e-news shared it i was like what like e-news is obviously like pretty trustworthy or whatever um compared to like other whatever and i don't know i was just like damn but it didn't really if you kind of read the caption at the end it said surrogate or whatever so i was like oh okay that makes sense they made it seem that it was like they got pregnant like you know like they chose to have a kid. Clickbait. Yeah. I mean, that's how they do those things. Exactly. They try to make, spin it off to like, oh, they got back together and now they're having a kid. Yeah. I mean, you made a good point about how um, Kim was like, cut the cameras, cut the cameras. That's what the article makes it seem like. But it was like, she could have said cut the cameras like 20 minutes ago. (laughs) Like they didn't have to. But it's so much more dramatic. Cut the cameras what? after you got like meat in the potatoes. Because the reality, I I saw that when yeah. she was at the gym. Right? Did you see that episode? 
Yeah, I think was, oh, yeah, I didn't see the clip. This article is the only thing I've seen oh, about okay. it. I mean, no, it okay. was like on the on the like working out or whatever, and it was very like Kim Kardashian moment, and then um, and then and then like like eight cameras were surrounding her. I'm like, oh my goodness, that was just like really sucked. Like I said, I can't imagine, you know, um, I can't. Just all those horrible things they were saying about her. Like obviously, I have my opinions and stuff, and from the beginning that that stuff was messy. But it's like you know, everyone's so quick to like just say nasty stuff on the internet and like poor, poor Chloe in a way I do feel bad. Just like not for her choices, just because of like, she's a human at the end of the day, you know? And, but anyways, that's just another like side conversation. But anyways, the whole thing is just kind of messed up because it's very, like, like I said, it's very Kardashian of them. They're, they're using this, they're Mm -hmm. using the situation that they could have dang well hit it under the rug. I mean, they're rich. They can do whatever, right. They can pay off whoever, to not share the story. But the fact, like I said, the fact that E! News and like these big like news places like share the news or whatever, then it's like, okay, like obviously there had to be some kind of agreement for them to like share it on social media and share it on all the news outlets, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Also too, um, it, I just feel, I feel bad that it seems like she just wanted another kid, but I get it. Like, I, I want kids right. too, but I feel bad that, like, she doesn't, I guess she just doesn't think that she could have one with someone that would love and respect her. Yes. I don't know anything about Tristan, but you know, one thing that's about Tristan is he does not respect <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything else right. about this man, but he does not right. respect Right, it seems like she's, they're very, and, and her... I don't know her reasons. I guess her reasons that she wants True to have a sibling that's full full blood, right? But at the same time, it's like, girl, at what cost? Like, why do you right. go? Like, even if it was surrogate, like, okay, you're not carrying the child, but it's like you, he still the baby has his DNA, right? So it's just so it's just crazy to me that like celebrities can do this again because they have money, right? Like she's like, mm-hmm. and I think it's just very stubborn in a way. Um, because you're like, no, like in Spanish, you say like, like, like you have to, like, she almost like, okay, no, I have to have another, another child. And it has to be Tristan who's the dad, regardless of how he treats me and who he is as a person. And I'm like, I just don't get that logic. Like to me, I'd be like, okay, it didn't work out. But again, if you think about it in like, you know, wisdom and godly perspective, it's like, you're not, you don't have faith that someone out there is better for you that deserves, you know, that will treat you with, with dignity, respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, honey, bold letters. And, you know, Mm. I think it's a lot deeper than like what, what is seen for sure. And I just think that like, it's also not trusting God that if, even if you are getting to the age where like, your biological clock is like ticking or whatever. It's like God can do the impossible. So the fact that you feel that I'm preaching tonight. All right. I'm just kidding. But the fact that you You feel like you you have to like do things your own, it's almost like, no, I'm going to do things my way. And this is my plan. When like God's literally trying to give you a sign, this man doesn't care about you. This man does not respect you. Like this man doesn't even think you're worthy of an apology because the fact that they they had to hear from the news, like she had to hear from her sister who found out through a news outlet versus like the guy, the least he could have freaking done was like, came like straight forward to her. Right. Like, or, or, 
it's not it's not like this was a surprise for everybody. He right. knew he knew what he did and the girl was exploiting him. So he knew what was happening. And he didn't even have like the decency to, to tell her. That like, is... You don't think like she was gonna find out because your baby your other baby mama literally is gonna birth your child, like, right? It's just crazy to me. Um, but yeah, overall, I just feel like, oh, no, like she, you know, she's like, I have my plan and my plan's my plan. And that's how it's going to be. I want to freeze my eggs. I want to have a child in this date and this date. I want to have a surrogate and uh, uh, Tristan's going to be the dad. And like, that's it, period. So, I mean, I guess she's, she's getting what she wants, right? Which is another child, another baby via surrogate. Tristan's going to have, you know, another baby with her via surrogate. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's just kind of sad and like it really gives me ick just thinking about like where we are going with this like designer baby right. type thing which leads to our next story but before I get to that I want to say like uh, every time I've read so growing up especially I used to love reading dystopian yeah. novels and two themes I noticed in dystopian novels one is that all the books are burned like there's no books so ooh, scary on that tomatoes tomatoes and number two <laughs> <laughs> tomatoes tomatoes and then number two i always <laughs> notice that like the you can have designer babies you can pick and choose like okay i want to get with like blonde hair like, it was this one book i can i'll never forget like it takes place in the future and it's a dystopian novel so everything's perfect for some people terrible for others and you can like pick and choose like okay i want a kid with blonde hair i want a kid with blue eyes you do this this and that and then i don't know it just seems so far from like god's design yes. and i understand like the want to be a parent the want to have a biological child i understand that but sometimes that might not be god's plan for you and i think when we stray so far from like what god's original design is that's where things get really yeah. muddled so our next story is from pink news which is a super left um women feminist yeah. um LGBT da, 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 um, type blog. So this is what the article says. Gay couple who wanted a son sues IVF clinic after surrogate gives birth to daughter. A gay couple are suing the California fertility clinic after they requested a male embryo but ended up with having a baby girl. According to CBS News, Albert and Anthony Sanger were determined to be fathers to two sons. Before the couple wed in 2013, they had already chosen the names of their future kids and even created Gmail accounts what? for them. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> the HRC Fertility Clinic and Fertility Specialist Dr. Bradford A. Kolb reportedly assured the couple that they could make this happen. The couple were explicitly clear that they wanted a male embryo implanted in their surrogate. Oh. Okay, the Gmail account thing is weird, and I wonder if that's just like a. And what they thought, like, yeah, and they even created Gmail accounts because in my head, I'm like, yeah, like they even created Gmail accounts. Yeah, I, was like, I wonder, like, how like, like I know that's, that's so funny. Weird. Like, how does that? Well, that's not funny, but like, out of the whole story, literally Gmail <laughs> like stuck out to me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, okay so girl, I see you with these topics. <laughs> you know. Well, no, I'm just, and it kind of meshes back to the surrogacy, back to, like, being outside of God's design. And I just think it's really, I think sometimes. I, I feel like it's one thing, like, truly, okay, like, if you're struggling with infertility, I definitely think, like, there's ways to, you know, um, if there's medicine to help with that, right? But I think it, when it's like, oh, like, 
you know, I'm single, right? I'm just going to go and tell this woman to carry my, to find us. Well, first of all, <laughs> I, would, I don't know what I would need, but whatever. I don't know. Like if I'm older and I need someone young to have my child, I don't know. Right. I just think that's just like personally for me. And obviously, you know, if you're listening to this and you don't necessarily believe with share values or beliefs, like that's okay. But this is obviously mouse podcast. So, and I'm always going to share my values and beliefs, but I also think that like, yeah. right. And, but yeah, I mean, I just, I just think like, you just have to pray as a, you know, as a, as a Catholic, as a Christian, like my faith comes first and that's in every aspect of my life. Right. I'm single. I'm 28 years old. Like I am not 21. I'm not married. You know, I always thought like my life is going to look different than what it does now. And I'm really thankful mm-hmm. that I've grown with my relationship with God because I just feel like, things that maybe I would have thought like, Oh, it's not that bad. Like now I'm like, okay, no, like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna freeze my eggs. I'm not gonna do all these things that are not really, that are not God's design, you know? And, and, and whenever we were at the, and I'm sure you can relate, obviously we're we're around the same age, but when we were at the conference in Dallas, um, you know, Allie, Allie Bisecki was talking about like, not everyone's called to, everyone's called to motherhood it just might look different. Like everyone's called, not everyone, but women are called to be uh, yeah. motherly, even if that doesn't mean you're a birthly mother, right? Like I don't have to birth a child to be motherly, to be nurturing. Um, and, you know, I think that's, mm-hmm. like you said, it's beautiful. It's hard, like, right? It's hard because like all my life, like my, my deepest desire, like my longing is to be married and have children. Like, and I'm, I will say that till, you know, whatever I'll, I'll, I'll scream yeah. until my lung, you know, top of my lungs, but well, will that happen? Uh, I don't know. So that right, so right now I, I feel like God's calling me to marriage and having kids, but you know, even if that doesn't happen, even if I don't become a mother, even if I don't get married and even if I get married, maybe, you know, I won't have children. Right. It's like accepting God's will. It doesn't mean that you are just in love with the idea of never having kids or you're so happy and just joyful. But you know, it's like offering it up to God and being like, okay, God, like, give me the peace. Like, give me the joy. Give me, you know, let me endure the suffering. Right. Cause in a way it is suffering that like, you, you have to come to those terms that, you know, maybe you're not meant to have children, but, um, but yeah, I just feel like it's accepting God's will for your life, no matter what that looks like. And you just never know, like me and my sister were talking about it. Um, she, she's also a very fan of your podcast, by the way. She's like, you should see this. I'm like, okay, Rosal, chill. <laughs> if we brought her, I'll be a three-hour episode. No, but, um, you know. Okay, no, so her daughter would be all over this. And, yeah, she'd be, she'd be bad. But, anyways, um, she was saying, like, you know, it, it's just kind of saying, like, okay, God, no. I know what I, know what I want, and, I know, and I'm going to get it no matter what cost. And... I get your plan is mm-hmm. good, but yeah, mine's a little bit better. And we all know how that goes when you try yeah. to say your plan's better than God's, honey. Can we get an amen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> amen. I mean, sister is up here preaching. This hallelujah. I mean, you <laughs> pass down, uh, pass on the plate. Um, you can head over to www.thoseothegirls.com and uh, donate. <laughs> Um, if you enjoyed this uh, segment, okay, so let's, let's open up our Bible to Jeremiah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, but... no, you're making lots of sense. And, like, I am right there with you. I thought about, like, I'm seeing this as someone who literally living think it. about, like, talk about, like, living. yeah, I thought 
freezing my eggs. I saw um, a TV show about it. I was like, oh, you know what? You know, I don't know. Like, I am young. And then there's something that I think about. <laughs> like, I, I think about it now. Because, um, I mean, like you said, like, when I really, what really changed my mind on that, honestly, was growing in my faith and also being in the pro-life movement and learning a little bit more about that and about how like kids are not supposed so the problem with this um and many other stories similar to this is kids aren't for us like we're not you're not supposed to have kids because you just you want to have kids you just gotta have kids like that's not how it's supposed to be you're supposed to have kids because that is the The ministry um that's what happens when you have sex Oh, I mean, like ministry, like some, like some, like if you if you have a family and God gives you a bearing child womb, like you are, He's trusting you, He's trusting you with them to, to you know, that's your ministry. Like we're we're, we're not here, like we're not yes. here for ourselves, right? Like like if you are if exactly. you are a wife, like you are to serve your family and your husband. You know that's what the Bible says. If you're single, be single. Right. If you're single, be single. They're like how like how beautiful it is. Well, not like exactly those words, but it's saying essentially like you're single. You have all this time to dedicate to the Lord and God speaking to me because I'm like okay, I need to spend time with the Lord. But you know, if you're single, you have all this time. And singleness, it's not something that should be frowned upon. And that's another episode, honey. Stay tuned. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But you know, singleness is beautiful, I mean, and so is marriage, right? There's no one better than the other. It's just the fact that your ministry is different if you're single, and your ministry is different if you're married, right? Your family, your husband, your children come first, and you know, um, like Cecilia Papas is another one of my favorite Catholic influencers that I follow. But she's um, she's great. She talks about like you know, you women, we deserve to to be treated with so much respect and dignity, and have like a one like our husbands should be providing that one you know, ticket to heaven or something like that. Like essentially we're supposed to lead our family to heaven. Like that's, that's our goal. Right. Cause this is not our home. Like heaven is our home. Right. And so it doesn't even matter. Like if we have children or not, because at the end of the day, they don't belong to us. Our husbands don't belong to us. We don't, you exactly. know, like, exactly. like everything that God gives, he can take. And everything that God gives us is to, you know, sanctify us and to glorify him glory. for yeah. his glory, yeah. not ours, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. No, I mean, girl, you are oh, preaching. Wow. I really didn't even think yeah. about getting deep today. <laughs> I mean, no, that's that's what this podcast is about. You're fitting right on in. No, but you and you're making tons of sense. It's all of it. I think it goes to um, so the sending out thing I was talking about earlier. This kind of leads to a conversation yeah. I was having with someone on Instagram um, about. Um, I, I'll just say it. I doubt she listens. Uh, she all she she only ever comments to disagree with me. So I doubt. She I was about to say, yeah. Um, just throwing but, tea out here. <laughs> yeah, just throwing tea. And you know, if you are listening, I have nothing against you. I, I am confused why you only no. comment when you disagree. But anyway, <laughs> uh, takes a sip of this. <laughs> just wondering, but no, no, seriously, we were discussing, um, for example, like yeah. divorce, like. When is it acceptable for divorce? Um, you know, the Bible gives parameters. One parameter that is not in the Bible is, you know, you marry, she said, well, if you marry a guy that's uh, lazy <laughs> and you're annoying, <laughs> you're like, who would marry a lazy guy? That sounds, like, that sounds like the eight year old. I'll be like, uh, bye. <laughs> well, 
according to her, if you marry a man that's lazy, that's acceptable for divorce. And I said, well, what I said was like, well, no, because, you know, that's a seat. My thing is like, no one is like truly lazy. They're in a season of laziness. <laughs> laziness because of sure. X, Y, and Z. If you get them out of the circumstances, they will I'll, not be lazy. I've been in a few seasons. Girl, I can't talk. I've been in a few seasons of laziness. Perhaps. <laughs> no, but my point was though, like you can't just abandon your right. husband because of that. And she said, like the God I love wouldn't would want you to be happy. And I said. Well, the God of the Bible doesn't necessarily want us to be happy. He okay. wants us to be holy. That doesn't mean he wants us suffering and crying and everything. But the goal right. is to be holy, not necessarily like always want to be happy. The Bible talks. It's a, um, it's a fleeting, it's a fleeting emotions, it's a, right? Like it's a fleeting emotion. The Bible talks a lot about suffering. How suffering um, creates patience yeah. in us. It um, creates endurance. It, it's a good thing. So maybe you're suffering for that yeah. season is getting your helping your husband figure out why he's lazy. He's probably lazy because right. he's depressed. Why is he depressed? Did he just um did he just lose right. his job? Did is that why he's being lazy? Is he depressed because he lost his job and feel like he's not a provider? Oh, yep. This is where you as a wife start yep. up. Anyway, we were having a conversation and all of that like back to surrogacy, all of that picking and choosing that all goes back together to I, just this feeling just, that we feel like yeah. we have to be I just happy. feel like it, it's not that well, wait, let me just say this last thing it's not that we can't be happy like I don't want anybody to hear me saying that <laughs> God isn't necessarily saying be sad cry all the time be depressed God is saying be holy and sometimes the holy thing because that's our right. goal to be holy we'll never be holy but to continue to work right. to holiness we're working on our own salvation we're going to heaven um so you know the goal is to do that and sometimes mm -hmm. in that part in this season in this time what the holy decision might not be the happy right. decision but that's just right. for a season Amen, girl All right, and, yeah. and i think Sorry. and just to piggyback okay my piggyback such a corporate world corporate world girl i can't talk <laughs> um, but <laughs> i was gonna say yeah and and like to anyone listening that may not share the same values or beliefs first of all we're so grateful that you're listening in and, and second of all you know we can all agree to disagree we're just talking from our perspective and i think that with the whole surrogacy and all of that I, there's just so many like gray lines like like you said it's like one is too far too far right and it's not we're not mm -hmm, coming from a mm -hmm. like oh we don't want you to you should be happy that you have kids or we should you should do this and this and that and like you should do well we're not telling you what to do we're simply providing our perspective mm -hmm. and and like I said, mm -hmm. I, I would just take it up to God, honestly, because he knows your heart. He knows your desires. So if you feel a certain way, like pray about it, right? Like pray for clarity, pray for peace, pray for us, right? Like, I just think that if we, if we took the time to like, actually like listen to each other and try to see where the other people are coming from, even if we don't share the same beliefs and values, like, like seriously, if you're a believer, like take it to God and pray about it. But we're just talking because it's like, like we said, it's it's a topic that I feel like we need to discuss more. And like, like you said, when is enough enough, or how far is too far, right? So that's all, that's all yeah. we're really saying. And it's a, yeah, no, that's a really good disclaimer. And it's a hot topic. A lot of people are talking about it on uh, Twitter this week. And you're right. I think these are topics we have to discuss yeah. because, um, a, as Christians, this is something that's going on around us, and we need to know, like. 
How do we respond? What do we need to do as Christians? And obviously everything we're saying, like, don't necessarily take our word for it. If you are a Christian, even like go to the Bible. What does the Bible say? Does the Bible say God wants you to be because at the end of the day, it's not what we does the say. Bible say. Like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live for an audience of one, and I'm sorry if I'm especially right. like, like, you know, people that know my heart know. Bless you. People like I'm from uh, people that know my come from my heart. <laughs> girl. You know, people that know my heart know that I don't mean. I never mean like. The way if I ever say something, I don't mean it in like a evil, you know, way. It's just that. But at the same time, like I've learned very early on, you got to have boundaries. And you, if this is what you said, and this is what you said, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes people are not going to like that. And sometimes people are not going to, they're going to, it's going to sting a little bit. And, you know, to all, like I said, to, to that, I'm just like, okay, well, go to God and let him reveal to you, like, you know, maybe something in your heart, right? I think we're so quick to like judge other people and be like, oh, so-and-so said this or so-and-so made me feel this way or whatever, but we don't really examine ourselves and like, you know, um, you know, try to be more understanding or patient or whatever it is, or simply saying, okay, I disagree, but I'm going to move on and live my life. Right. So at the end of, cause at the end of the day, I literally exactly. force you to do something and you know, that's not really the point. <laughs> and I always say this when it gets to the point, I'm like, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just repeating what God said. If you have a problem with it, please. He is listening. Talk to him. You don't talk to me. Talk to him. I he got the hotline. Blade. I'm just kidding. You can talk to him. Directly to him. Um, well, that's that on okay. that. Um, preaching, taking this time. <laughs> no, no, that was good. Um, you're an American woman American and you're preaching. Speaking of which, our mid-roll ad is American Women's Meeting. <laughs> you can head over to www.americanwomanbeauty.net and use the code MAL15 to get 15% off your purchase. These are beauty products for the free-thinking woman. Join the beauty revolution. Um, I'm wearing the um, eyeshadow for... Um, <laughs> The First Amendment, First Amendment eyeshadow. I could not think of the word. I'm wearing the First Amendment eyeshadow. Um, and I really like the brand. You guys should definitely check it out um, and use my code MAL15. Okay, so our next story is one I kind of posted on it on the um, on the Insta page. Um, I'm going to play a clip. And you guys um, listen, and Isabel, you tell me your opinion. Un momento por favor. You referred to people with. Okay, here we go. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Before, uh, I want to visit with you, Ms. Minsky, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Many women, cis women have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, There are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. We can recognize that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. So your view is is that the core of this, this right then is about what? 
So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because, for, line of questioning, because we can't talk about it. Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying that trans people exist by asking you, you if you're talking you? about women are you? getting pregnancies. Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think that's the and that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, or are they also treated like this? Where no, 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 they're they're, they're right. opening up people to oh, violence. You have a good time in my class. You should join. You might learn a lot. Well, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned a lot. This is extraordinary. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's clip one, and then clip two is not as long. One second. Okay, so this is... I think this is the clip before what happened. I probably should have done this first, but anyway, this is another clip. Let's just know one second. Lead lives that are filled with dignity and humanity. And, and you're, you're really thinking that happens when more black babies are aborted. I believe, I trust, I love black people with the capacity for pregnancy. I think they have agency, they have intelligence, they know what is best for themselves, and I would love to create the conditions under which they can live lives that are filled with dignity and humanity. Do you think of, do you think of, a baby that is delivered alive has value. It's crazy. Yes. Do you think that a, um, a, a baby that is not yet born has value? I believe that a person with a capacity for pregnancy has value. They have intelligence. They have agency. They I'm have talking value. about the baby. And I'm talking about the person with the capacity for pregnancy. I'm not answering the question. I'm asking. That is not yet born, let's say the day before this mother delivers, do you think that baby has value? I think that the person with the capacity for pregnancy has value and they have the they should have the ability to control what happens to their lives. Well, and, and I just know to refuse to answer the question. Um uh, Ms. Carl. Wow. All right. Wow. And Isabel. <laughs> I said ladies, that doesn't, well, ladies okay. listening, and men, yes. I, I, grateful I for the, those other guys. <laughs> are you, are you, are Both you, single are, anyway. that's the real question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, single. Okay. What were you saying? What were your oh, thoughts? Oh my goodness. I, it's just very typical. Now I'll put it in a nice words. Let me try to think about what I'm going to say here. It's very typical of very left-leaning individual to argue, just literally prime example of how they argue. Most, okay? I'm not mm-hmm. um, not saying everybody, but most, no. right? They use their emotions. They raise their voice. They don't let you speak. They divert from the real question, right? Like the guy was like saying, do you believe that a baby that is born has value? And she was like, yes. Do you believe that an unborn baby that has yet to be born has value. I believe the one, no, 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 no. You didn't answer the question, honey. But she's like, I answered a more, a pro- or no, I answered a more interesting was, question. She I was, was like, fumbling, <laughs> fumbling, <laughs> fumbling, because they don't have, they, you know, because science, science proves, you know, that a baby is a baby regardless mm-hmm. of, you know, life yeah, against conception. conception. So, 
there's no ifs and whats, but it's just crazy how, like, like I said, it's very typical. They try to divert the questions and they don't mm-hmm. answer what's being asked, you know? And they come up with all these different scenarios I and they're think- like, literally answer the question. Do you believe that, you know, X, Y, Z? It's just insane. And the whole... And I think in her first one, what annoys me and, like, infuriates me is the... Well, you're causing violence. Violence. This is you. Your question is going to murder people. Well, like that. So like, me um, do that. Manipulative and narcissistic and gaslighting. Yes. Like that's literally those those that's, definitions. That's yes. That's gaslight, and that's kind of scary yes. too. When you think about it, like you can't say anything. You can't ask questions because she has deemed what you said is violence and that is how we've gotten to this place we can't have right. conversations because there's people who have shut down people from having conversations so then we don't know how to talk right. to each other we don't know how to express x y and z hurt me because of this how do we right. fix this all we do is causing violence and that just, is just so you me, just label like, that person without even hearing them out and it's so it's so childish really it's so petty yeah. and it's very childish. Yeah. And like, that's what I said. I, Scared. I for one, like, a teacher. Like I, said, I always welcome like open thought conversations and dialogue, even if you don't have the same beliefs as I do. I mean, even though my, that's one thing I do love about yeah. my Instagram. I mean, I have, you know, yes, I have conservative people following me, but I also have people that are left leaning and people in between. And I honestly, that's one thing I pride myself in. I feel like hopefully I come out as very like respectful of, no matter where you stand in the spectrum. But like, again, my issue, my whole thing is like, you just need to respect me as well. That's it. Like you have your mm-hmm. voice. This is America. Mm-hmm. You can voice your opinion, right? Everybody has a right to their opinion, but also I can have an opinion and I have my own beliefs and, and values. So don't shut me down for saying the things that I believe in just because you don't agree with that, you know? Um, and so my whole thing is right. like, like you said, we, we have, we have gone, overboard to where we don't even hear each other and we're not even open to hear what the other person has to say and in this case that lady or yeah right lady she was just like going she was just going lady. like and wasn't even answering the question like very typical very emotionally led very deranged <laughs> and then person with the capacity of pregnancy i mean that just like what, that what is that like a mouthful <laughs> It sounded like a lot, a lot of words right. to say woman. I saw this tweet. I want to read really quick that someone said that I thought was very good. Um, it was an astute commentary. I should have pulled it out. Give me one second, everyone. It was an astute commentary. Okay. Uh, this person says, gotta love how a woman who says, I feel deep. Oh, this isn't necessarily about the person for um person people with capacity of pregnancy this is about menstruator but here it is says gotta love how a woman who says i feel dehumanized when called a menstruator is met with languages about communication stop whining but a trans woman who says i'm uncomfortable being called male must be accommodated at any cost because suddenly language is all about feelings girl and it's like, oh, girl, that, yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. Like, it's, it feels like, for example, 
you know, the menstruator people to capacity, it feels like we have, they want us to, like, we must agree with that. We must go along. Right. But I don't like, like, that is the human, that makes you feel like that whole, like, um, what's that show? Handmaid's Tale, that whole idea of, like, women are incubators, blah, blah, blah. That's what menstruator sounds like. That's what people with capacity <laughs> oh yeah people with the capacity like, like they're like a box like, like me. i don't know like a box creature or something. yeah that's what it sounds like i feel dehumanized i feel like that i, I don't, don't like, like that term. Either. i don't like, like that like seriously like and the whole yeah too is just like really like out of all the issues we're dealing with right now you want to freaking that's what you want to focus on like real seriously seriously i just think a lot of this stuff is also distraction from like distracting us from like that mm-hmm. america's like crumbling literally underneath our nose but that's a different story a different episode because girl in this economy <laughs> let me tell you i can't i can't even afford to be <laughs> there was this tiktok <laughs> she's like oh my gosh she was cussing it was not appropriate but it was so funny she's like he like <laughs> i have to show you the video so maybe i'll share it on the next okay look at me i'm already inviting myself uh, but, the, but the girl was like, what is she doing? She's like, I can't even, she's like, she's like, we're in a recession. She's like, I feel recessed. <laughs> she's like, I feel very much recessed. <laughs> she's like, I can't even, she's like, I can't even afford to talk to you guys right now. She's like, yeah, she was talking about her. She got dog food and her dog food went up. <laughs> it was so funny. She was like, I, mean, I don't have any support. I, I uh, she named her dog. I forgot the dog's name. She's like, um, he don't got no daddy. It's just me. <laughs> so funny, girl. He's like, I know. No, was, he was saying, like, Biden. No, like, he's like, what the f- are you doing? He's like, she, he's like, you know, man, we're in a recession. She's like, I feel very much recessed. <laughs> he's like, I don't care. He's like, y'all keep saying that the president don't control the gas prices. The president don't control the gas prices. You're like, oh, he like, she's like, I ain't. She said, I'd be dang well if I can't control something. She's like, well, she's like, if I was president, <laughs> she was like, I- no. I mean, that's a good point. Like, why are you? Hello? <laughs> okay, so technical difficulty. Oh. <laughs> Isabel disappeared for a second. Um. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. Okay, I don't know what happened. Um, I'm telling her to come back on. I'm just narrating because I don't want this to be just blank space. Um, She's going to come back on. (laughs) This is kind of funny. Just, you know, a small little technical difficulty. I think she's back, you guys. I think she's back. I think... (laughs) Oh, really? This happens? I feel like God was like, okay, girl, chill. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. What the it's heck? Okay, it's okay. I was going in um, on my little TikTok recap. Uh, you were. And it's funny. You know, whatever. Whatever. No, but that video oh. is so funny, girl. I'm going to send it to you. You're going to laugh so hard. Okay. I'm a single mom. Well, it's like... That you're making a very valid point about how she's concerned about making sure that we say uh, people with the capacity of pregnancy yeah. 
in this economy. Like we, like we cannot afford that right now. Right, we cannot. Time, we can like have this conversation, but right now we can't. This is very typical. This is very typical of like the left leaning people, or not people, but like the government, right? Like it's like let's focus on stuff that literally doesn't matter, versus you know on the real issues like putting food on our table and these gas prices, like we're all going to suffer right now. We're all suffering, right? Left, middle, whoever you didn't vote. Great. Look, we're all paying the same gas prices. We're all suffering. Okay. We feel very much recessed. <laughs> I'm having to cut back on my coffee. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Uh, I mean, I definitely feel recessed. Let me tell you. I feel recessed. So last thing, one thing that's hard about last story, one thing that's hard about being recessed <laughs> is the dating. Yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say. This cop was about dating. Yes. I'm playing that. I feel like, yeah, I feel like we need something light <laughs> to end it. So I feel like yeah, this episode was it, a little it might bit have more been, heavy. It's not going to be heavy. Um, it's about dating and you kind of, a lot of people have kind of, on my um, Instagram. I've had a conversation with people about this, um, so this will be good. This is a quick clip from Twitter. Everybody, and here we go. Getting to marry doesn't necessarily mean that you are expecting the person you're with to be your wife. That's not what it is. It just means that. What it means is your end game is marriage. Yeah. That's what it means. It means that. When you're dating to marry, it means that your end game is marriage. And you're constantly seeking to find the person. As a matter of fact, I think that people who date to marry probably go through more relationships because they move on as soon as they realize that this person is not someone I can marry. I'm glad you said that because I kind of want you to know about this because my friends kind of give me a lot of slack for that because it's like, oh, like you talk to so many girls and just like, oh my God, like you're always talking to somebody or like I cut people off pretty fast. And it's like, it's not because I'm just like, oh, no, I just I don't like these women. Because, like, I'm trying to be like a hoe or something like that. You know it's, what you want. I know what I want. And if this girl is not meeting that, so I think the way I look at it is based off attraction. So one of the first things is attraction. Cool, if I'm attracted to you, all right, cool. Now we can engage in conversation. Mm-hmm. Once we're engaging in conversation, in my opinion, if we're talking every single day, I'm going to know if I want to pursue this or not. And, when it, and I know if you are what I want in a wife. I know if I want to continue and maybe make you my girlfriend and go from there. Uh-huh. You know these things. Yeah. And the way that I date, I know after a certain period of time uh-huh. if I want to continue this relationship. If I don't, I'm going to cut ties. No yeah. bad blood. But it's just like, I don't see a future with you, so I'm just going to keep it pushing. It's not me. Oh, see what's going on. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, he probably thought out this before. Right. He probably had his, was his thoughts. His he had thoughts. Yeah. His thoughts. Um, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, you can go first this time, Queen. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Queen. Okay, so <laughs> I think um, I really like the this idea of dating to marry because, as you guys know, I grew up in the church, and I feel like, and you know, people you can agree or disagree um, with this, and I know I'm not the only person though because. If I had this thought, other people have. Dating to marry is good. The words dating to marry are good. I think there's two types of dating to marry that I'm realizing. And I was 
dating to marry in a type where it was like, okay, I'm dating this person. We're getting married. Mm -hmm. So even this thing that is not the best that I kind of really don't like, that could be a little bit of a red flag. I am pushing that aside because this is my husband and you go through marriage and you got to, sometimes you got to push things aside uh, or sometimes you have to work through things. And this is the person I'm married. I'm dating this person, going on the first date. If we're going to do this, we're going to get married. And I think that that that's how I've gone into relationships. That's every relationship I've ever been in. I thought that this person was absolutely it. No doubt from the moment we first went out and did something and looking at it now, I think that that's not necessarily healthy. That's not dating to marry. I like what they were saying. When you date to marry, that just means that you're dating, like you're dating history. The end goal is marriage. Not necessarily this date with Bob is when in a marriage. I'm just dating some, I've never dated a Bob. Um, But, um, so yeah, so I really, I liked a lot what they said in in the post that I posted. You can go to my personal Instagram and see it. Um, It was just, follow me life is my pal um and it it was just essentially talking about how like when we go into relationships we go on this day with this one person and we're like no matter what this is who i'm marrying i'm gonna ignore red flags because i'm a christian and i can't date a bunch of people when you go into that you can kind of end up with someone who and i know a couple i'm not gonna like not gonna put them on blast um i mean we're not friends anymore for various reasons um but i know a couple who that is a, like looking back at their relationship, that's 100% what happened. They both just really wanted to be married, and it's not healthy. Their relationship is not healthy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, you, and they're Christian, and I think it's a problem that Christians have. Non Christians have the exact, or people who are in, not even non Christians, people who are in, um, who are in like hookup culture and just want to kind of like do whatever, do whatever. Do, do whatever with whoever. People who are in that, they have the exact opposite. They're just like, anybody that comes by, let's just do like this. Let's just fun. Do this. Yeah, I think, right. I, I, and I'm so glad you said that because I feel like there's like, there's really some, I wouldn't want to say in the middle, but at the same time, I think there's like a healthy balance, right? Like mm-hmm. not this like, like obviously like you grew up in the church like okay this is if a, a guy presents to you if a guy presents himself to you he's going to be your husband right you automatically think oh he's your husband because I'm because he, he believes in god like there's like this phrase that i have this phrase or caption i don't know who said it but i'm big on like p- captions or phrases or whatever that people say quotes there we go and i like phrases <laughs> captions what am i saying um, that the- <laughs> just because he's a godly guy doesn't mean he's a good guy. Like not every mm-hmm. godly man is going to be your spouse, right? That's just like not mm-hmm. it. Um, so it, like you said, it's okay to date obviously with the end goal is to marry. Right. But it doesn't, it might not be with that individual. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that dating is like, I mean, I act like I'm a pro. I'm just kidding. Um, what I've found in dating is that, you know, you, you just like one day, that's literally what it is. It's one day. It's one, it's one experience. You can't go in thinking like, okay, I'm meeting this guy. He's a Christian. We're going to get married. Like, you know, 
I used to be like, and that in, in the journey, that's how I went on dates. Right, right. Like I, I was like, this is it. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, well, and probably to you was because of your like, right? Like you're like, okay, I grew up in the church, and this is how I viewed like mm-hmm. marriage and dating. In my case, on the other hand, like I didn't grow up in the church. Like I was, I you know, a late convert, and so it was like okay, it was navigating dating before I gave my life to Christ and then navigating my, my dating life after I gave my life to Christ. So obviously very different, but what I've learned from dating, because I've been single for a long time, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just like, a date is just a date. Like, you know, it doesn't, I would go on dates and think, oh my God, he's my husband because that's just me. I'm very like, I lead with, you know, with my heart and I wear my heart on my sleeve, which is mm-hmm. not really a good thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you have to control that. No. Um, but yeah. Never, we have to guard our exactly. heart. And that's something that I'm, especially in dating. Right. And I think, sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. Two seconds. Just check this. Um, we do have to guard our heart. And I think when we're going into relationships and we're going in saying, this is definitely my husband. I think that is an example of not guarding yeah. your heart. That's an example of, like you said, putting your heart on your sleeve. Right. And that's not, I don't want to make it seem like that's like the absolute worst thing that could ever happen, but it's definitely, you just have to be cautious. You have to be cautious and you have to think about it in a very rational, like way of, of thinking, right? Like, cause girls were just more emotional. That's just it. That's another reason why God wants us to court instead of like hookup culture, right? Hookup culture is like, all right, Mm -hmm. let's have sex. And then I'll figure out if I like you. Like you literally just Mm -hmm. gave essentially something so precious and so, you know, what's the word? I can't think of the word right now, but something so valuable to you, you know, when you have, you know, when you have sex, you, you, you're, you become one, right? Because that's what marriage mm-hmm. and the covenant, right? In God's way, that's what it is. And so when you're doing that, you're unwillingly creating soul ties with someone and you're being, mm-hmm. now you're emotional. Now you have this clouded judgment. Um, and so I think that like, that's why it's like the hookup culture is like very different. And um, it's just, Anyways, I'm not, I don't even know where I'm trying to get there, but, well, you know. Uh, that, just real quick, I want to interject this other thing, too. Sorry, I feel like I'm <laughs> no, you're fine. I'm like, I don't even know where I was going. <laughs> well, and I think I also want to add, like, for women, especially, like, giving yourself to someone, since we're talking about hookup culture, giving yourself to someone and feeling that, like, want to be with that person yeah. or, like, just not wanting to. I'll say this. I know that, like, for example, like, in college, I really wasn't, like, sleeping around. And, like, you know, I went through a phase where I was heartbroken. So I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be that girl. (laughs) And I couldn't do it. And I realized, like, and I was kind of feeling bad because it felt like all my friends were doing it and X, Y, and Z. But what I realized is, like, it's okay. As a woman, if I were to hold someone's hand, it would give me little butterflies, and, like, it makes me emotional. I get attached. Oh, yes, I yes, yes. That's what I was trying to go with. That's what I was trying to go with. Yeah, already got... yeah. Like, yeah, like, really, sometimes, two seconds. If I get a forehead kiss, that makes me emotional. Like, that's not... That's very intimate to me. Yeah. So that's okay not to want to do that with everybody. That's okay not to go into this thing and, like, saying you, you don't get attached. No, you're a woman. You get attached, and that's okay. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. I think the, the more we start admitting it, the more we can be aware of it and learn how to control that. Like you said, right, if, if a kiss on the forehead makes you feel some type of way. <laughs> 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 I'm 
like if you know yourself yeah. that's why it's so and that's why oh and i'm uh, sorry my thoughts are all over the place but basically when you're dating you get to learn not only about that person but a lot about yourself like what what are mm-hmm. what are your boundaries like what are you what are your goals like maybe that maybe on that date your goal is just to get to get to know their favorite whatever their favorite I don't know, color or where they come from. Like, it's not like the first date has to be marriage. That is very, first of all, that's very creepy. <laughs> second of all, second of all, it's like, you know, you just create a lot of expect- expectations and then it's, mm-hmm. it's only going to set, it's really just a recipe for disaster because here you go having all these expectations when it's literally just one date. You know, um, and so I just think that like dating, you just learn a lot about yourself and, and it's okay to like, you know, like if, if you make mistakes or whatever along the way, you know, it's okay. Give yourself grace and, you know, pick, pick yourself back up and keep going. And I also think that like, if you need breaks, right. When you're dating, like, it's okay to take a break from dating. Um, again, that's really why it's important to have a relationship with God. I also think it's important mm-hmm. to have really good friends that are, have the same values as you, you know, I honestly wish when I was younger in like my college years that I had someone like that was, you know, trying to wait for marriage and that was involved in the church because I felt like I, that's what I needed in my life, you know? Um, and so I just think that like, that's why I try to be that person for, you know, to young women, like you don't have to cheapen, you know, your body and have, you know, any guy just hook up culture just because the world tells you, you know, like you're worthy of someone respecting mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. And so, and now obviously in my late twenties, I just look at dating and, and love and marriage so differently. And, mm-hmm. you know, now it's all about like, I, I'm so like, I'm so conscientious of who I allow in my life that I'm not I've, mm-hmm. I've worked so hard on myself I'm trying to heal my you know with God's help obviously I'm trying to you know go on this healing journey of like past trauma past relationships whatever right uh past soul ties to really um be ready for my spouse and so but anyways long story short it's like you, you it's okay to like take baby steps in, in dating and um you know seek out godly counsel and, you know, that way you, you can kind of check yourself, right? Like, um, it's important to see that. Cause even, even if you are like, say you have a, you're on a date and blah, 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 things get serious, you're in a relationship. Like now you can, you know, you know, now like if they, you, get, you guys get introduced to each other's friends and stuff like that. Now you have these people that can, you know, assess this individual and be like, okay, is this like, what do I see in this guy? Because even you might not be, you know, intimate with this person, but you probably hold hands and obviously you like him. So there is that kind of emotional, you know, connection that you guys have. So I think it's important to have to obviously once it gets to like the boyfriend, girlfriend stage to seek out, you know, that godly counsel and just have good people around to support you. Cause I think that that makes for like a healthy, a healthy relationship, especially like in your late twenties and thirties. Cause these people are oh, yeah. like, you and I, right? More than likely, our husbands are gonna have lived a whole life before us, and so mm-hmm. you know, so will we, right? Like, I've already lived a whole life before meeting my husband, so yeah, we need Same. support. But anyway, yeah. Well, no, you all everything you said, like snaps, wisdom. Isabel, the queen, wisdom giver. Um, big sis like energy <laughs> no, seriously um and like 
the other thing I want to say, and I'm sure I've said it on the podcast before because I love this quote, yeah. when you're wearing rose-colored glasses, all of the red flags just look like flags. Yeah. So it's so important to have your friends and have people that hold you accountable. I It's so funny we're talking about this because this week, actually, um, I no, but anyway, <laughs> you put me in a spot like that, um, not we can talk about it off air, but I had a conversation um, with um, a girl who I consider a sister and um, a woman who I consider a mother, and we talked about a situation that I'm in. I don't want to get too specific because okay. this person might listen to the podcast. Um, well, that probably gave it away, but anyway. Oh, um, long story short, um, we were just talking about like what um, we were talking about dating and like what you value and like. As a Christian, I, I need, I want, I need a strong man who is seeking after God constantly, who is submitted to Jesus because I, as a Christian woman, am going to submit to him. Right. So I can't submit to a man that's not submitted to Jesus. Right. I mean, there's so many things that can go wrong with that. Um, but we were just talking about that and... I think that I needed some clarity. Well, the reason why I brought it up to them is I really wasn't going to tell anybody about what was going on. I brought it up because I did need some clarity. And I think you made a very good point at at our age. um, And honestly, even at younger ages too, it's good to have people to discuss things with Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, sometimes you can be making decisions that might not, your rose colored, your, uh, the world's colored glasses could be on. Right. Um, clouded. You're just not seeing the red flags. Yeah. Um, so I think you bringing that up about having friends that discuss things with, having um, older women mentors, things like that to discuss things with, I think it is important. Um, like you said, especially at our age. I also just want to add with um, going into dating, I think it is um, really important. I don't believe that because uh, a lot of people are like, yeah, you have to be healed. I don't believe that. I think you can heal with yes, someone, but you both need to be healing. So I, like, I don't think there's ever, you're never going to be ready yeah, to date. Oh so I don't gosh. believe in that. Uh-huh. I can't stand to say that. Like, you're never going to be ready to date. But I will say, like, you still want to um, be work. You should always be working to be better. Oh, my goodness. And not just like, socially, physically, or, like, emotionally, but also spiritually. Right. I, if I'm sitting here saying I want a man to spiritually lead me, I can't be, you know, so spiritually behind. <laughs> if I'm saying I want a man, well, no, seriously, like, I have to also be reading my Bible, because once he's, if he's reading his Bible every day, if he's praying for me and praying with me every day, and I'm just like, la di da di da like, that's not, how is he, I mean, obviously he's a man, so he pr- can help me, but it's not, you know, you still want to be, you still want to get yourself together yeah. in all aspects, physically as well. You know, I'm working on my health. I can't sit here and say, I want a guy that's like six ten and, you know, like a giant. six pack. Yeah. I don't know why I said six ten. That would be very difficult for me. I'm five three and a half. That would be scary. Um, like all oh, of us would be me doing this the whole time. You're gonna, you're gonna need those sticks, you know, like those the costume people at the car- car- carnival. <laughs> no, but 
I'll never go to Tina's chin because I'm not gonna be able to see that. I'm the friend I work with. On a wedding day, I'll have to be like lifted up. Anyway, not six ten, but y'all know what I mean. I can't say I love this perfect body in person if I'm not working on myself. Right. Like, and even if you know, and you know, I can't say I want someone who is um, ambitious if I'm sitting at home, you know, eating bonbons all day. Yeah, like so, you, you yeah, have to you have to be ready for what you're praying for. But you're so right. I think oh exactly. God, there's a whole other episode we could do of like people think cringy things that people say to single people one of them is like stop looking okay so i'm supposed to be in the corner for like 50 years of my life and my husband's just gonna come knocking in my going upstairs in my room knows where i live and goes to my closet and pulls me out that really makes that really pisses me off um or just like like maybe there's something that you need to work on uh that gosh and i mean i get where the sentiment comes from but at the same time like you said I don't have to be this perfect person with no flaws to no. like somehow deserve a husband or be worthy of a husband. No. Like that is for no. the birds. Okay. I just don't like that. And yeah. Oh, I forgot. I was going to say, um, I'm like, I can keep going, but I want you to like say what you got to say. <laughs> I was going to say, what was the first thing you said? It was about, like, um, oh, I was going to say, Oh my God. I don't even remember. It was saying like, Oh, uh, said, like, stop looking, stop looking. It'll come whenever you least expect it. And I'm like, to a certain extent, that's true. But I'm like, me accepting dates from guys that want to treat me to a dinner or to a cup of coffee or whatever, that's not me looking. That's just me accepting because I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm single, <laughs> right? Like, that's what single people do. They go on dates. I also have another thing like that really irks me. And this mainly from guys that I am dating. And they're probably childish, which I shouldn't even be dating them in the first place. But I just don't. I honestly think that it's okay and you might have different opinions, but I think it's healthy to go on multiple dates. Again, whenever you have those boundaries of, I am not going to be exclusive. I'm not going, therefore, I'm not going to hug them. I'm not going to kiss them. I'm simply getting to know them, right? Because honestly, you don't know anyone in explanation or any anything. I like that when you're literally going on one or two dates, right? I think because you're getting to know people. And I think what sets up especially women like if you're someone that gets like attached easily and you only have one person that you're like going on dates with okay next thing you know they're like hey honestly i don't think it's working blah bye and then all of a sudden you put all your effort into this person that clearly wasn't doing the same in return but it's not even about what the other person's doing or not it's simply about like you're not my boyfriend so i'm single i'm dating people i don't think i need to disclose that until it gets to a point where hey you we are enjoying each other's company we see this going somewhere and now you want to you know snatch me up and take me off from the street no, I'm <laughs> like you know you want to be exclusive with me um it's like no you don't, you don't get husband you don't get husband privileges i literally went on one date with you like i'm sorry i do believe in being respectful and being open and honest right but i don't want this whole like who you else you talking to who's on the roster i'm like first of all chill Second of all, I don't know how to disclose that. But anyways, that's just annoying to me. That's something that's recently been happening. I'm just like, it really pisses me off. (laughs) If it's been one or two dates and you guys haven't really clicked like that, I don't think there's anything wrong with dating multiple people. I think once you realize, okay, you're starting to have feelings and starting to go a different direction, I think that, A, you're going to naturally kind of knock people off the roster. But I do think you should have that conversation. Really quick, and then we're going to have to close because we're at an hour and 20 minutes. Um, What I was trying to say earlier was what I've learned is it will just happen when it happens. I know people who 
because um, they also say, as soon as you're content, I know people who were not content at all. Right, right. Now. Can we talk about it? Girl, we, gotta, we do not, gotta wrap it up. Like, who, well, yeah, and I know people who were, and this is another thing I want to say. Um, we are, you are abstinent. We all are. If you're a Christian, you're, you're and you're a woman, specifically, this is a woman's podcast. Your abstinence from Jesus is for God. It's not to deserve a husband. It's not to make you more of a husband. With that being said, I know plenty of girls who have slept, they have repented, but who have slept around and are married now. Right. And I know girls who have not and are not married. So that isn't what, that's not a factor of it. It really is. You're so right. Right. Purity doesn't do with it either. If we're being like, and I hate to be that person because I want, I want people to wait. No, I know. I, I, I know is, what you're saying. It's like saying you should be, you should, you should withhold doing that because it honors God, not because that's exactly. going to bring you a husband, you know? Exactly. And I think a lot of times what we're taught is that it'll bring you a husband. Yes. Your husband's going to honor you more. No, because I hate to say it, 9 times out of 10, 9.5 times out of 10, your husband didn't wait either. So like, it's <laughs> subconsciously. Like, yeah, I honest. think it is, like you said, it's kind of subconsciously in our it's, 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 I think it's like the, you know, the, the, the devil, because he tries to put shame and like, with, mm-hmm. like I said, so many episodes we could do, like me trying to, trying to edit all your videos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, in this week, we're going to talk. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to have no more guests. It's just going to be me. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, like, I think that's just like the enemy trying to shame us from our past, shame us from mm-hmm. having a beautiful future because God says that he wants to, what whatever he has for us is beautiful, whether that's a husband or not. Mm-hmm. Again, it goes back to like the whole beginning mm-hmm. of the podcast when we said everything should be, our lives is to glorify God. And it might not be the way that we have hoped. It might not be the way that we have pictured it. It might not be the way, the way we have it in our vision board because that's not how God operates. God has a perfect plan for us and it is good. And even if, that's one of my favorite favorite you know about verses like even if he is still good because he is so it's just like you know like you said pure just because you are saving yourself from marriage doesn't doesn't mean you're just going to be granted a husband it's not a prize you know god is our ultimate prize right living living eternally with him is the prize um and even in the meantime i think it is beautiful that if god if you're someone that god has give blessed you with a spouse and blessed you with children i think like if you're listening to this podcast, it should definitely make you feel like grateful for what you have. And, you know, because other, mm-hmm. other women desire that, like, obviously I desire that, you know? Um, so yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yes, Let's cry. Let's have a little moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm a strong queen. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we should be content, content in all season. seasons. Because all seasons yes. are granted God. Exactly. God is his, um, sovereign hand is over our lives exactly. so if right now for right now is about i don't say it's about i think you're the only guest i've ever had that's single all of my friends no honestly like the joke is keep hanging out like amongst my family because i make single friends and then they always end Girl, up that's married me. Soon, so. that's, what I'm, that's my life yeah. i like, Got you. literally, you with me? I have this thing. I know you're going to make sports. I have this thing where, like, oh, you're you're a girl, you're single, you're going to get engaged next week. Like, you're hanging out with me, you're yeah. getting engaged. <laughs> yeah, and I, I won't even have anything to do with it. I, for whatever reason, whenever I become friends with single girls, they always end up getting married and engaged. Sometimes they're friends. 
thing too, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Oh Let's wrap this thing up. Oh my God is love. His sovereign hand is important. Um, <laughs> we're just grateful to be on this rock, praising yes, our Savior until we get to heaven. Not us having this Bible class <laughs> right now. Yeah, this was a very Bible heavy, relationship heavy episode, but whatever. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did, share this episode with all of your friends. Rate, like, this tea made me kind of burpy. I'm so sorry. I don't think you get it. Did you hear? Oh my goodness. Oh, whatever. Okay. That's so embarrassing. I do not like doing that. Uh, I think you did not hear that. Um, this, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you rate, like, review, subscribe, share with all your friends. Um, and if you think Isabel is super funny, let us know somewhere. Um, if you think she should come back again as a co-host for a weekly teak. Like, let us know if you like having her on. I mean, maybe we can keep doing this a couple more times. And if you hate me, maybe don't say more anything. Than- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if you hate her, just don't comment at all. Do not say a word. Um, you don't want of us want to know. I'm not one of those delete, people that's delete, like, delete. oh, if you don't like, tell me, like, no, don't tell me. <laughs> just don't talk to me. <laughs> just don't, if you don't like me, just don't talk to me. You don't have to tell exactly. me. Don't talk to me. Like, I can pick it up. Anywho, um, Share, rate, review, subscribe. I think I said it like 16 times. Um, head over to our website. Cute merch is available. Um, join the Patreon. Seriously, we have a lot of other things in store, and we do need financial help for that. So that'd be awesome because we're working together. It's just $5 a month. That's the cheapest one, $5. That's all we're asking, $5. Um, I guess that's it. Everybody have a great day, night, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.